the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's Friday night. I'm not Andrea Kay, by the way, and I'm not 5'1", and I'm not 100 pounds. My name is Julio Rivera. Thank you so much for being here. You could spend your Friday anywhere, but you've chosen to be here. On the Andrea Kay Show, we are here live from New York City, although you're listening to us in California on The Answer 1170. All right. Great show tonight planned. I I am so excited. It's been a crazy week. We're going to talk about everything and dissect, obviously, the breaking news. Everybody's talking about Mueller's office disputing the fake news BuzzFeed article on Trump and the Cohen allegations and and all of that. We're going to have, actually, the host of Reactionary Times Radio, Elio Forcina, joining us in the third segment to dissect Everything related to the Cohen, Trump, Mueller conundrum that America is still suffering through now. This investigation cost the taxpayer approximately somewhere in the range of about $25 million. The, the, the never-ending investigation, the never-has-actually-bared-any-fruit investigation. And we're going to go into that in more detail in the third segment. Because it's the Andrea K Show... And it's Friday. We have to do the hero and the stink of the week. You know, so this is something that we we owe Andrea, you know, because this is like kind of her tradition on Friday night. So for the hero of the week, I actually nominate my guest in the second segment. You may never have heard of her before, but she's actually one of the more important journalists in the world. Her name is Arbana Exara. She's been writing about neo-Ottomanism and the spread of radical Islam globally being funded by the Turkish president Erdogan and his regime. Um, If you want to learn more about her right now, you can just uh, do a quick Google search. A-B-A-R-A, I'm sorry, A-B-A, A-R-B-A-N-A, I'm sorry, I'm not a speller. You know, I'm not actually a very good one. And Xara, X-H-A-R-R-A, and you'll find the stories. I actually recently wrote a piece in Breitbart about her and the way that she was actually intimidated um, after uh, she went out publicly, uh, you know, writing these stories about things that were going on in the Balkans and, you know, uh, the funding of mosques and the attempted um, the attempts to try to use uh, Islamic extremism to kind of control the region in, in so many different ways. It's just really interesting stuff. She's going to be on the show. Um, 
And listen, first off, because I'm speaking to California, which I consider and I love California, you know, and I'm a conservative from the East Coast. And I I love coming out and meeting with my conservatives in California. I just think it's fantastic. You think you guys are great. And there are more conservatives in California than people give the state credit for having, to be honest with you. I mean, the one thing that people always forget about California, it's got the largest population in the union. So although it's, you know, 25 to 35 percent conservative, you're still going to find a larger aggregate number of conservatives in California. So and it's my home away from home and I'm headed to California actually tomorrow. um, And I'm very excited again to be there. But I'm, again, still very, very concerned about what's actually going on in California. Obviously, the shutdown rages. We're weeks into it right now. The Democrats don't seem to want to budge in any way, shape, or form regarding border security. Border security, which is an issue that probably affects the state of California more than any other state in the union. You know, I was looking at a map the other day that said the cost of illegal immigration to the state of California is in the tens of billions, actually approximately over 20 billion yearly. You know, the Democrats and Republicans are arguing about, you know, the difference between what, um, you know, a little over a little under two billion and up to about six billion dollars for this wall funding. Is this really why we shut the government down when we have a federal budget that's well over four trillion dollars? This is a drop in the bucket, people. And I'm going to be honest with you, based on. The sheer number, you know, the the actual dollar amount that having that wall would save the United States government. Hey, why not throw 20, 30 billion dollars into that? Why not invest another 10 billion into INS? You know, and and getting these people actually out in the country, because that's part of it. Part of the issue is providing the obstruction that prevents these people from getting into the country. The other part is dealing with the tens of million who are already here. And that's kind of the forgotten issue, I've always said, with this, uh, you know, with the issue with uh, immigration. And at the end of the day, does Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer really want to have the, and I will say, and I hate to say it this way because it sounds so doom and gloom and so horrible, but it's the absolute truth. Do they want the eventual murder of a United States citizen at the hands of an illegal invader. Do they want that blood on their hands personally and on the hands of the Democrat Party? Let's face it. They're the ones that are, that are, that are uh, perpetuating this shutdown. And do they really care about these people? My thing has always been, let's analyze the way that the Democrats have behaved since Trump has been the president in regards to the immigration issue. You know, DACA ran for about the first 13 and a half months of the Trump administration. We had DACA. Dreamers still were afforded that protection. In March of 2018, DACA expired. You know, prior to DACA expiring, President Trump as he's done so many times, extended the olive branch to the Democrats. He had Nancy and Chuck over his office, 
You know, they're sitting there shooting the breeze. This was far, you know, a long time before, you know, the press conference heard around the world where Trump basically embarrassed the two of them. And, you know, in good faith, tried to negotiate with the Democrats. And he even let them know three weeks before DACA expired, hey, come together on this. Find your find your Democrats that are willing to vote on a bill. Let's get to 60. Let's do some semblance of a comprehensive immigration reform before DACA expires for your beloved dreamers that you guys care so much about. Donald Trump even went so far as to say, hey, I'm willing to grant some semblance of legalization to up to 1.8 million illegal residents in the United States. Of course, it fell on deaf ears because the Democrats don't really care about the dreamers. I don't believe that they ever have. This has always been about politics. The immigration issue, the human trafficking issue, the, the, the issue of eventuality, which I referenced, eventually someone will be murdered by an illegal immigrant. Eventually someone will die of a drug overdose because they took drugs that were laced with fentanyl. 90% of the drugs come in through the southern border. And, you know, whatever the percentage is, of, of uh, you know, women, underage women even, that are being sexually assaulted on their way to the United States. All these things are going on and being enabled and perpetuated by a Democrat party that, quite frankly, couldn't care less about these Hispanics coming up through the southern border. That's the way it is. It really, really, truly is. Listen, we're going to be coming up in the next segment with my buddy, Arbana Hara, you do not want to miss this interview. My name is Julio Rivera, and this is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Folks, in our country, people are living in two different worlds. About half believe the Russian collusion narrative that most media organizations are pushing, while the real scandal is Spygate, where Obama administration officials actively colluded with the campaign of Hillary Clinton and foreign governments to affect the outcome of the 2016 presidential election. Half of all Americans don't know the truth. But you can help solve the division with the facts and details you read in the Epic Times newspaper, sharing them with friends and family. The Epic Times reports the true and 
untold story of collusion in the Spygate scandal. And now they've also charted it out on a limited edition poster-sized wall chart that exposes every illegal relationship. It helps you explain the truth. You can get a copy free when you subscribe to the Epic Times for just $1 for the first month by logging on to trustednewspaper.com. That's trustednewspaper.com. Reporting the important news avoided by the other media. Trustednewspaper.com. That's trustednewspaper.com. The number one fear of people 55 and over is the fear of outliving their money. Let's face it, nobody wants to wake up one day to find they have no more money but a lot more life yet to live. So how can you set yourself up for the retirement you want? Dennis Prager here. I recommend you call W.L. Roth & Associates. They have focused on helping you keep the money you've worked so hard to earn and grow. They'll take away the risk of investing while giving you the upside of returns. Let's face it, setting yourself up for retirement can be stressful and confusing Do not do it alone. Schedule a complimentary consultation with W.L. Roth & Associates. Find out what it will take to set yourself up for an enriching retirement. Call 858-673-7574-858-673-7574. Go to WLRothAssociates.com. W.L. Roth & Associates, your partner for success. 858-673-7574. Specializing in IRA, 401k conversion, revocable trust planning, and how to build a tax-free nest egg for retirement without risk. Gold is a better way. Gold is a better way. Gold is a better way.com. Imagine doing business with a company that seeks to add massive value before asking for your business. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the co-owner of Advantage Gold and the author of the now national best-selling book, Gold is a Better Way. This book may not be for you, but if you're like most people, you'll be blown away when you learn why gold is set to soar to over $10,000. And as a bonus for hitting the bestsellers list, I've been gifted 250 copies from my publisher. If you have an IRA or 401k with over $100,000, I want to send you a copy of the national best-selling book. You can buy it on Amazon or go to Barnes & Noble or be among the first 250 people to reply. Just text the word BESTSELLER to 49776. That's BESTSELLER to 49776 to claim your free national best-selling book now. That's the word BESTSELLER to 49776. We promise to add massive value before ever asking for your business. Just text the word bestseller to 49776. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Yeah, and we're back. It is Friday night. You guys can be anywhere. You guys can be in a club, at a bar. Running down the streets of whatever city you are, trying to flag down a cab. God knows what, but my name is Julio Rivera, and this is the Andrea K Show. And I want to tell you guys a little story of somebody that you guys definitely should be aware of. She's been through a lot, and she's actually, listen, I, I try to write about important things, and um, she is a journalist journalist. I I will leave it at that. Um, She's actually, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about her and give you a little background. Her name is Arbonix Hara. Uh, She's done a lot of writing out of Kosovo regarding religious extremism in the Balkans and some of the activities uh, being carried out by uh, Turkish President Erdogan. Now, this is what I want you to understand. When Jamal Khashoggi was murdered at the Saudi consulate a couple of months back. It was a big story. Obviously, it was just very controversial. You know, Khashoggi, um, you know, it looked like Erdogan was incensed 
by the entire situation. And he was going to avenge Khashoggi's murder and all these things. Or at least that's what he said at the G20 summit uh, back a couple of months uh, in South America. Now, our guest this evening, our first guest, Arbana, she began an investigation into the rise of extremism, religious extremism, following the collapse of socialism in her former Yugoslavia. Um, She was one of the first to report on these things happening in Kosovo, other Balkan countries, and some of the activities um, that are being carried out. Uh, by the Turkish government. Um, she's very notable outside of the United States. She has over 77,000 Facebook followers. She's a three-time winner of the United uh, Nations Development Program Prize for her articles on corruption. Arbana, how are you this evening? Hi, Julia. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to have you on. Um, I want people, if they didn't read the story that I wrote in Breitbart about you, um, why don't you go ahead kind of and explain... Um, give us a little background on your writing and then the treatment that you started to receive as people started to read your material. It's, it's a long story. It basically started in 2012 when I realized that something's happening in Balkan. So as probably most of your readers might know and remember that during the 1999, Kosovo was in the war with Serbia and the time when NATO bombed the Serbian military base. So after the war in my country, everyone was focused on having our new institutions. A lot of internationals came there. So no one was basically paying attention that something else was happening. So Saudi Arabia, charity came. They were based in Kosovo, offering free English and computer courses, mostly to the children, the parents to whom they were like, killed during the war, so they've been using, that was the perfect environment for them. So knowing that Kosovo people are most pro-American people in the world, like, I don't know if you remember seeing that all the American officials coming there, the way they're, be, they're being followed by the, by the Kosovo people. So yes, yes. in 2012, I decided to go on field and see what is happening. So I started investigating not only in my country, also in other neighbor countries. And I went to London because I found out that these charity organizations, mostly coming from East, they were also based in Europe. So I find out the way they are brainwashing you. And then I was following the money and find out what is their agenda. So their agenda is raising anti-Americanism, raising anti-Western values. So this is more about, it's more than we see on daily basis. So in the beginning, I thought it's economy. People might be easily recruited because of the money, but it's not. It's ideology. And it's not only a Balkan countries. They are also doing the same within the Europe. So it's not economy. There are young men and women coming with a good economic background, and they join Islamic State. We have these days, I mean, you cannot imagine when I criticize President Erdogan, what the people are capable of saying and threatening me. So what I'm trying to say is that it's a big Islamic agenda. Now, it started from Saudi Arabia. Now, it's mostly run by Erdogan. So it's working a lot outside the Turkey. He has his own, comp- its own NGOs run and having a millions and hundreds of millions of dollars that he's 
intense on building mosques. He's buying a lot of public assets. And in 10 to 20 years, you will see how he's going to increase. He already started increasing his influence all over yep. the Balkans. So you, mm. And also, the Fox had a couple of months ago that an article in generally about the mosque that he is building in the United States, but I yes, haven't seen yes. the deep investigation. So in Maryland, mm-hmm. yeah. and just keep having in mind, it's not only about the Turkish people. These mosques, on this mosque, you have Muslims from different countries. So they are from different backgrounds. So it's not about Turkish people because he wants to become like a Muslim leader. And you can see like him traveling to Africa, meeting Muslims there, the way he is treating them the way he talks. He's anti. He's anti-Semitist. Also, the way I we just was tweeting a lot of his quotes against Israel, planning a lot of things. So, but it's scary because he is working a lot on, in the field and he is investing hundreds and thousands of millions. Yeah, and so it's it's crazy because doing mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say because people don't realize that this is happening. Right now, in real time, in the United States, I mean, under uh, Erdogan, they've Absolutely. built um, yeah. the Dianet Center in of America, which is a mosque and Islamic center in Maryland that was built right outside of Washington D.C. There's a yeah. 1.8 million dollar mosque, which you alluded to, which is going to be funded by Turkey and Kosovo. Um, you yeah. know, so this all validates what you've been talking about, and it's a multi pronged attack. You said that they've been recruiting uh, younger imams to come in to try to influence the younger people. So they're trying, it's not just the economic control, it's trying to brainwash these people into accepting this ideology and perpetuating it. And it is very anti-Semitic. It's all, you know, death to America, death to Israel, all that. You know, this is, they're they're doing it in all ways, you know, because at the bottom line is a lot of these countries don't have the economic resources of a country like Turkey. So it's yeah. a lot easier for these newer countries, like a newer, a newer country, like let's say like Kosovo, if they go in there and say, we're going to help you. And you said that in, in, in some of your writing that they're, they influence uh, them or gain power by taking control of uh, very like critical infrastructure projects within the country. Am I, is that he, not right? Um, yeah. In the meantime, yeah. You, mm-hmm. you know, he's been dealing journalists, Turkish journalists, that they have revealed him cooperating with Islamic State. So he's mm-hmm. been selling oil to Islamic State. He opened the borders. Everyone that joined Islamic State, 2013, 2014, and 15, so there have been young, young men and women coming from around, all around the world. So they've been joining them in Syria to the Turkish borders. So Erdogan now, see what he's doing in Syria. In name of fighting Islamic State, which basically he is cooperating with them, killing Kurds. And you see, you see his stamp toward the United States. And he is close to Russia era. Now you have these three countries. They are more and more becoming close against the United States. And they are using this environment right now, trying to increase their influence also in Balkans. President Putin yesterday visited Serbia. So he's been sending messages against Albania, against Kosovo, knowing that Albanians, their biggest ally is the United States. So Turkey is also investing a lot of money in Serbia. In Serbia, he's sending a lot of businessmen and investments. So they are using this. In the meantime, it is 
very dangerous. Like everyone is surprised. How come thousands of men, young and men, women join ISIS? It didn't happen over the night. It started long time before even having Islamic State. It is their ideology in name of Islam, in name of Quran. This is how they start brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not only Muslims that are joining Islamic State. You have from Canada Christians joining Islamic State. Wow. So the way they use their ideology, you, like, you, I have, I've been following on daily basis their web pages. While I was in Kosovo, I've been traveling a lot around the Balkan countries. I went into the houses of the parents that their children got recruited. And I wanted just to find out how they just achieve to convince them. Mm-hmm. I remember I find out two minor girls, 15 years old, one of them coming from the very rich family and the other one very poor. Both of them went to Syria, which means it's not about the economy. This tells you that we definitely have to pay attention in what this ruthless dictator is doing. No. Not only so mm-hmm. the Turkey now is the largest jail in the world. You have almost over 260 journalists jailed, 17,000 women in prison with 700 babies. And wow. he is like just being concerned about Khashoggi. He is sick. Yeah. And I have to he say, you are, you, are, you are definitely a hero to journalists everywhere and, and a real champion of the, uh, the First Amendment. Um, we're coming up uh, on a break uh, here, and we're going to have to leave it there. But I just want to say, for people who don't know exactly what happened, she was physically, Arbana was actually physically attacked. She was threatened. Um, they, she received numerous threats uh, via social media. Um, and, and it's just been, she went through a, a horrific ordeal as a result of her brave reporting. And she, you're actually now in the United States and now she's she's here, you know, in, in the land of the free, home of the brave. She's safe. God bless you. Thank you so much Thank you for everything for that you've done to report this. And if you want to find out more, definitely look her up. Or buy, and, I, and I know how to spell it now. It's A-R-B-A-N-A. A-R-R-A. There you go. Yes. Online in English. So just Google my name and you'll find out a lot of articles. Yes, this is very, very, very important stuff. Coming up in the next segment, we've got Elio Forcina, host of Reactionary Times Radio. We just heard from the hero of the week, Arbana Xara. Now we're going to hear about the stink of the week, Michael Cohen. Go nowhere. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. 
call Al Arias at A.B. Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. She had been needing more and more support in her home as the years went by. Lana needed a place for mom. We were working with nurses and social workers, and they recommended that we make this choice. I had a friend that was looking for a place for her mother. She had recommended Sun Garden Terrace. Lana visited Sun Garden Terrace, a charming assisted living and memory care community located in beautiful Lemon Grove. I think it was the friendliness and the people, but I also think it was the place itself. It's very comfortable to come in and I look forward to just spending good times with her here. I think it's a really reasonable price. Most places are more expensive and I like that there's little private places to just kind of relax and spend time together. It feels like home. And the food? My mom loves the food. Sun Garden Terrace because there's such a lot of living to do. Schedule a private tour and delicious lunch. Click sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619-464-CARE. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Will pastors in the Netherlands who affirm biblical Christianity face criminal prosecution? That may well be the case. Back in 2017, a group of evangelical Christians concerned about the confusion of the age wrote and adopted a statement that became known as the Nashville Statement, affirming a biblical understanding of marriage and human sexuality. That statement was addressing issues that the church faces in modern America, but of course the situation is not merely American, it is increasingly worldwide. That takes us to a recent headline from the Netherlands. 250 Christian leaders have signed the Nashville Statement, and what is so ominous, the Dutch Government Prosecution Service is deciding whether or not The very signing and publication of the Nashville Statement is actually a violation worthy of criminal prosecution. Yes, it's ominous. Merely publishing and signing this statement may be, as the Dutch Prosecution Service has indicated, a criminal offense. I'm Albert Moeller. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps, touch the western wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. My name is Julio Rivera. In for Andrea K, who's out on assignment. And I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of great things next week when she's back. And we can't wait for her to be back because we love Andrea so much. Um, A little bit of history for you. On December 17th, 1903, the Wright brothers flew 852 feet, which is 852 feet further 
than Nancy Pelosi flew yesterday. Ha! Okay. Our next guest is somebody that you guys are going to love. He's one of the hosts of Reactionary Times Radio. He's a, a true soldier in this fight for conservative values. And, and, and one of my best friends, Mr. Elio Forcina from New York City. How are you? How you doing, Julio? How's everything doing tonight? Everything is fantastic. Uh, we did in the last segment the uh, hero of the week, and we uh, profiled Arbana Exara. And they, this is a thing here on the Andrea K Show. We do the hero of the week and the stink of the week. The stink of the week this week has to be Michael Cohen. I mean, I've never seen anyone so ruthlessly unethical as to sacrifice a client breaking, I guess, the, the, the lawyer, all the ethics rules between a lawyer and a client just to save his own neck. And listen, he pled out to a laundry list of things. Um, you know, obviously he's gotten about, you know, what, what many people would say would be a soft sentence for something, you know, related to, because part of that, what he was sentenced for was, you know, tax evasion. He had his little funny business going on. He was under investigation, you know, from the New York prosecutor's office. How do you think this winds up playing out? And first off, I want to ask you, what do you think of the report that the Mueller investigation has actually denied the BuzzFeed uh, report about, you know, what Cohen claimed uh, he was told uh, to lie uh, to uh, the investigators uh, and to Congress regarding uh, the Trump's Russian activities? Well, someone leaked that, obviously, to uh, the, the to get the public. They're trying to convict Trump in the court of public opinion because they can't get anything in court. Going to Michael Cohen, there's a motion you can do in federal court called a 35B motion for cooperation after your sentence. So this is what the canard is. The public seems to think, first off, he got a light sentence and, and, and he, for the crimes, and he's supposed to go to Otisville, which, which is a camp for white-collar criminals, which is about an hour and a half north of the city. It's it, it's not federal prison. It's a camp. But nevertheless, it's still, it's still they'll be incarcerated. But what can happen now, he didn't surrender yet. He can do a motion for his cooperation and seek to have that even, you know, he can have his sentence reduced down to zero. That happens a lot in the Southern District where someone's convicted. Even they go into jail and they, and they, and they, give, they tell stories about somebody else. And then what happens is they uh, they get the sentence reduced, but the, the mainstream media doesn't seem to be talking about that. When 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 you read articles about this, they seem to be saying that all right, why would he lie? He's going to jail, you know. He doesn't get any spe- anything special out of it. But the reality of it is, he could do the he could do the thirty five B motion to get it reduced down to, to zero. You know, it, it happens uh-huh. you know, all the time. Yeah. So and it's basically client privilege. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's disgraceful. What you know? That, that's the that's. It seems like the Democrats and the liberals want to take down everything that's holy in the United States. The attorney-client privilege is something special. That is, everyone has the ability to go to myself. I'm an attorney. To come to me, come to any attorney, and you know anything they say in confidence would be held. And the fact that he was taping his client, yes. I mean, that's horrendous. Yes. I mean, what, what attorney does that? I mean, 
It's, well, you know who does it? You know who does it? Somebody who's a dirty player. And that's, I think that's what the root of all of this is. And now he's going on a public relations tour, probably in, in advance of filing that motion to get his sentence reduced. He's giving them red meat. He's speaking out against Trump. Oh, you know, they did, all of a sudden he's seen the error of his ways and he was caught up in the influence of a powerful man. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, I'm thinking two things. And I didn't know about this motion before. Now, that's some big news that nobody's talking about. I was thinking in my mind, maybe he's doing this whole public relations tour and maybe this is part of it too. Maybe he's going to come out with a book later on. So he wants to be seen heroically. Michael Cohen, in all probability, may walk away from all of this with a a lighter sentence or no jail time, a, a completely revamped image, you know, publicly and maybe sell a book and make some money. I mean, this is disgraceful. Now, Julio, I, I was in the cigar lounge in Queens, and uh, a friend of mine walked in. He was actually one of Michael Cohen's old clients uh, today. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I told him I was going to call uh, Julio. Was, I was going to speak to him on the radio today about Michael Cohen. I, said, I never met Michael Cohen. I said, what was Michael Cohen like? He said he was a real nice guy. And he said that, he goes, I really liked him a lot, you know, from what I knew of him. He seemed like he really knew the law. And then he said that uh, he had a side of him that was kind of wimpy. And he goes, I could see how he's folding. I mean, you got the federal government that is up against him. He's probably terrified. He's losing his liberty. He's not a, he's not a street guy who would, who would do crimes and then, you know, and knows that, you know, that would stand up. And, and he's folding. And, and, and now, uh, you know, the power of the federal government has him. And now this is what I'm afraid of. He's going to lie. He's going to lie. Exactly. In yes. And, 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 and one more thing. You don't have professional when when you're testifying Congress, you're not going to have a great a great attorney, you know, like, like a, a great New York attorney, like a like a Charlie Cornici or, or Gerard Maroney or someone like that. Or like a Joe Tacopina cross-examining them and getting the truth out of it, you're going to have those those congressmen. And every time when there's a hearing, they give a speech ahead of time. Uh, you know, self-aggrandizing themselves on TV, and then they ask a silly question. So he's getting, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, he's getting and, lobbed. And they're, they're they're lobbing softballs at him, and he's giving them the red meat that they need to continue to perpetuate this investigation and all the lies. And listen, at the end of the day, you know why he's folding up like a tent? Because he's guilty of crimes that have nothing to do with Donald Trump. I mean, this is basically, you know, I think that right now he's got a a prosecution breathing down his neck. They they want that trophy. They want that scalp. They want the president. But they they can't really get him because they don't have smoking gun evidence. So they're going to go ahead and try to give value to this disgraced, unethical, untrustworthy attorney and try to turn his testimony into hard evidence. Now... He went in for a proffer session. That's when you go sit with the federal government and you tell all. And, and you know, he, he, he obviously did that because of the cooperation. We don't know what the process, what Mueller said to his attorneys. Did they threaten to go after his father-in-law? Did they threaten to go after his wife? Because they played dirty like that. When there's a target, they will stop at nothing. And they want Donald Trump. And, and that's the agenda. Now, he was, his, I believe he, he took a plea because he lied to Congress. Now he's reversing and saying that Trump told him to lie or, you know, he's, he's going to testify to, to something about his, about his lies. You know, now he's doing a, a 360 and there's a reason before it. 
and we don't know what it is. But like you're saying, this is this is Mueller, and this is the federal government. In the end, uh, Michael Cohen, just an attorney from Lawrence, Long Island, was in way over his head, and he's probably terrified, and he's and he's, he's going to sell out the president, and and then not only is he going to sell him out, is it's going to go as far as he, he may lie, he may tailor his evidence, he make up stories. Remember, this came out of the Southern District. The Southern District of New York has a long history of of giving immunity to witnesses, and then when the attorneys cross-examine the witnesses, they find out that the attorney's lying. I mean, there's even witnesses that have admitted on the stand that their evidence was tailored. Oh, they've admitted it later in books. So we can't trust Michael Cohen. I mean, the bottom line is, I mean, what they're trying to do is they're trying to take down Trump, and uh, we don't know if the truth is coming out of uh, Cohen or not. You know, And nevertheless, we've got a violation of attorney-client privilege, and we also have uh, a possible lie. In order to save himself for other stuff that we don't know. Of course, know about. yeah, yeah. Taking the rat way out. Listen, uh, Ilio, I want to talk to you also about uh, you did a couple of years ago Reactionary Times Radio, and it was fantastic. You had some fantastic shows talking about important issues, not just nationally, but in New York. Now, you're going to be coming back, is that right? That is correct. I'm coming back this week. Yes, I am, Julio. Yes, Reactionary Times Radio. You guys can check out. Elio at www.reactionarytimes.com. You can check out the Spreaker page. There's just so much great stuff going on. And if you didn't know, Elio actually was one of the uh, a great supporter of the presidential campaigns of Rick Santorum. Staunchly, staunchly pro-life conservative, Elio Forcina, correct? Well, absolutely, 100%. And what are you doing tonight, Elio? Are you puffing a cigar Somewhere in Queens, are you at Tobacco Park or are you at Harry's? Where yeah, are you? Absolutely. That's where I am. That's where I am. But what happened was I got off work and then uh, it's, uh, and I stopped by. I stopped there for a second, and that's actually where Michael Cohen, former client, walked in. Yeah, you never know who you're going to see in, in the in the tobacco puffing section of Queens. <laughs> that is true. That is yeah, true. listen, I got I to gotta ask you about this, too, though, because, you know, it's just something that's going on. It's just a general political issue with the shutdown. Right. At this point, you know, everybody's pointing fingers and whose fault is it? This is that. Obviously, it's the Democrats fault. Why do you think because you're from New York City and you deal with a lot of liberals? Why do you think the Democrats uh, don't want to take or either don't want to take responsibility or feel that this is some sort of humanitarian issue um, in terms of border security? Why do they not see it as, in terms of it being what it really is, an economic and safety issue? Well, it's about identity politics. What they want to do is they, they want to, they're trying to, they're trying to divide the community. They're trying to say that this is a racial situation. They're trying to say that by Trump trying to secure the borders, that he, that he wants to keep America white. And that, and then what they're trying to do is they're trying to galvanize people to vote against him. You got to remember, you, you, Latinos are naturally conservative and they're trying to get them to vote 90% against the Republicans. And, and these are people that are hardworking that they're uh, they're pro-life, they own businesses, and if you sit down and ask them what they really believe, they probably they probably agree with a conservative more than a liberal. So it's a lot of it's about identity politics. Mm. Thank God I'm not caught up in that. Otherwise, I'd be some Puerto Rican Democrat dude from uh, the New York area. <laughs> I'd be like all Absolutely. the other the blind sheep. 
No, it's horrible. Um, you know, and, and listen, I get called out on it on a regular basis. Oh, you're not really Puerto Rican. You're a sellout. You're this. You're that. You know, they like whatever the equivalent of an Uncle Tom uh, in Spanish is. Dios Tomas, I guess, is uh, the way that it would be said. No, but it's it's horrible. And, and you know, it's an uphill climb. And I'm sure that the, the listeners in California who are conservatives really can, can uh, understand what it is that we have to go through, Elio. Because, you know, if you're a conservative in California, you're faced with the, a lot of the exact same issues. I mean, it's just an uber-liberal place. It's going to hell. I mean, I'm going to tell you honestly, I love California. I love being in California. I'm going to be in California tomorrow. You guys can catch me in Cali this weekend. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is, as, as great a place as it is, it's falling apart because of the illegal immigration issue. I mean, I've literally seen these tent communities where there's just homeless people everywhere. We can't take care of the people that we have here in our country, and we're absorbing all these other people. There's literally feces on the ground in downtown Los Angeles. It's kind of gross. I mean, and, but I mean, that's, that's kind of the state of things there in California. But, you know, uh, you know, just for you guys that are listening, people like Elio and myself on the East Coast that are dealing with a lot of the same things, our hearts are with you. So, you know, definitely check out Elio Reactionary Times, my stuff up there. We're going to be back soon with the final segment. Thank you so much for joining me, Elio. Have a good time, Julio, and I'll see you soon. Thank you. All righty. We'll be back with the final segment of the Andrea K Show, Friday night with Julio Rivera. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Hi, this is Ed Martin, host of the Ed Martin Movement, heard weeknights at 9 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Crager, Gorka, Elder K, Horn, Walsh, and me, Eagle Ed Martin, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. When I say John Reeves with Reef Point Real Estate has the buyers, 
I mean it. Hey, Larry Elder here. And the fact is, San Diego's real estate authority, John Reeves, has over 5,000 ready buyers in his exclusive database. Buyers who are pre-screened and actively looking to buy right now. That's how John Reeves nets his sellers 5% more money than the average agent. It's critical to work with an agent you can trust and one who actually guarantees your success every time in writing. Don't risk letting the market dictate your home sale. While other agents make big promises, crossing their fingers for the right buyer, John is providing you with market conditions in real time and real names of ready buyers who are looking for your home in your neighborhood right now. If your home doesn't sell at your agreed upon price, John will buy it guaranteed in writing. So call San Diego's real estate authority, John Reeves, right now at 858-800-HOME and start packing. That's 858-800-HOME or jrhasthebuyers.com. That's jrhasthebuyers.com. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. Start the new year off right. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar Panel systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376 or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. At the CMA Foundation, we believe every child should have the access and opportunity to participate in quality music programs. I'm Sarah Evans. Music has always been a huge part of my life. Music education isn't just important if you're going to make it your career. It also helps children develop the abilities that set them up for lifelong success. Music is transformative, and I want to ensure that it is never silenced. Learn more at itstartswithme.org. FM 96.1 AM 1170 The Answer Andrea K. Telling you like it is All while eating a donut too It's the Andrea K. Show On The Answer San Diego um, I'm extremely saddened um, To have to report um, You know we talk about a lot of things uh, Important political issues here on the show And on a lot of other things But um, Boo the dog Of social media fame has passed. Um, Boo, who along with his brother Buddy, um, sort of just really brought a lot of joy and happiness to the hearts of, of people all over the country. I always thought Boo was the cutest little Pomeranian dog, and uh, Boo has died. So um, I'm sorry, I hope that didn't ruin your evenings, but I, I thought it was notable enough to have to mention. In addition to that, another piece of news has come out. Um, according to Pornhub, uh, <laughs> traffic has gone up in the D.C. area during the government shutdown. So now we know uh, what these, uh, you know, furloughed workers are actually doing uh, in their spare time. Uh, apparently it's a, 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 a spike in traffic uh, that was significant enough for it to be, uh, you know, a major news story. Um, we're coming up to the end of the week. Um, you know, obviously, the, here at the Andrea K. Show, 
Um, you know, it's a very, very important issues that are discussed here on a, on a regular basis. And, you know, I appreciate the opportunity, uh, you know, to have Andrea's audience, all of you guys, you know, listen to me tonight. There have been some great people who were able to sit in this chair this week while Andrea was out on assignment. And I know you guys are going to be very excited to have her back next week. But, you know, definitely, you know, Kurt Schlichter, uh, you know, David Clark, all of these, uh, you know, really, really great people sitting here in this chair. I'm just honored to have the opportunity uh, to be here and to do it as well. Um, you know, this is a show that I listen to myself on a regular basis, and I interact with a lot of, you know, her fans on social media, as I'm a fan of her myself. Um, you know, a, a lot of crazy things going on. The one thing I do want to talk about is the 3 o'clock um, big announcement tomorrow from Donald Trump. I mean, he did put out a, a tweet that uh, he's going to be making a major announcement regarding the shutdown tomorrow. So I don't know what's been going on. I'm not privy to any inside information as to whether there's been advancement in negotiations between the president and Democratic leadership. I mean, like I said earlier in the show, I mean, what we're talking, the, the amount of money that they're arguing over is truly a drop in the bucket. I mean, it's literally less than one tenth of a percent of the total federal budget. And, you know, I've seen estimates before that show and these are very good estimates, you know, from, you know, trusted sources. You know, it's not just, you know, a Wikipedia or some, you know, like fringy website. I mean, you know, it's pretty much universally recognized that the United States federal government spends our wastes rather uh, upwards of about one point two trillion dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And then when you consider everything that's being spent as a result of illegal immigration, the human suffering, the perpetuation of the human trafficking uh, um, you know, industry, quite frankly. I mean, there's people that are profiting off of it, and the only reason it's a viable thing is because you know they're taking these people from their country of origin, they're smuggling them into the United States to be you know, uh, victims of sex crimes, they're sold into prostitution and all these horrible things. Just a lot of suffering that's going on. I mean, there, and this is really, it falls squarely on the shoulders of the Democrats, the people who claim to be the champions of these poor people coming here into our country. You know, the one thing that really put me off the most, and listen, I've never fallen for the whole humanitarian argument on the issue with, uh, you know, open borders and, and Im illegal immigration, all that. I never have. But where it really was galvanized in my head that this is just, BS, you know, and obviously I don't want to risk, uh, you know, an FCC fine here, so I'm not going to sit, call it what I really think it is. But, you know, was the fact that the Mexican government offered amnesty to the to the people in the caravan and they didn't take it. They didn't take it because they didn't want amnesty. They didn't want to get away from their war torn country and whatever else that they were claiming. They just wanted to come to America, you know. And the saddest part of all of this is the fact that, you know, think about how many people want to get into this country or doing it the right way, filing the paperwork, acquiring an attorney, you know, abiding by the law. And they can't come here and make America greater. My name is Julio Rivera. Check out www.reactionarytimes.com. Check out americascommonground.tv, the social experiment coming to uh, to your television nationwide 
Great show. Definitely. America's Common Ground.tv. My name is Julio Rivera. This has been the Andrea K Show on Friday, January 18th. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.